You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all of the social meds. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually of my neighbors, my Ubers, and me dancing in the shower. Um, and keep up with the show at No Filter with Zach for really funny memes and clips with your favorite reality stars. It's always a good time. So go and give us a follow. Uh, speaking of favorite reality stars, today's guest is a mommy. She's a wifey and she's one of the newest blonde bombshells to join the Hills New Beginnings. Hopefully she can give me some hot tips on how to keep my hair icy in this quarantine. Please welcome Miss Ashley Waller. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Actually, it's yes. Mrs. Ashley Waller. Yes, Mrs. Ashley Waller. Yes. And your hair looks great, by the way. So whatever you're doing, it's working. <laughs> it's a lot of Olaplex and a lot of Fanola and all the good stuff. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of Fanola, right? A lot yes. of purple shampoo. <laughs> Um, okay, so before we dive deep into it, I need you to answer my icebreaker questions. Are you ready, Ashley? Ready, yes. Okay, where did you grow up and what part of the world do you currently live in right now? Where are you quarantined? Okay, so I actually have moved like a lot of my childhood. I grew up in Valencia in the Valley, Santa Clarita Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, moved to Arizona for two years and then grew up, I feel like, in Northern California. That's where like all my best friends are. It's where I went to high school. So I really feel like that's home for me. And um, I currently reside in Orange County. Mm, the OC. The OC. <laughs> what's, what's one word your mom would use to describe you? Bubbly. Bubbly. You are very bubbly. You have a fun, bubbly personality. <laughs> Thank you. Um, give me a fun fact. What's one thing people would not expect about you? Um, oh, my gosh. I think, like, the new thing that people are finding out is that I've been doing hair for eight years. So that's, like, a new thing that we didn't talk about last season. So that's kind of something I've been doing, obviously, my whole life. But I didn't really touch on it last season. So, yeah, that's, I think what people don't really know about me that they're finding out. Do you feel like you'll become more of like a, a hair influencer now that, you know, since that is kind of your background and now you're on TV and you're kind of going more into the limelight? I think for me, I would love to be more of like a hair beauty expert. Um, just really like saying it how it is and like the real tricks and trades of the beauty industry and the hair industry. I think there's a lot of like facade around it, but there's not a lot of like real authenticity when oh, yeah. it comes to like products and beauty regimens. Oh, yeah. 100%. I had to do, uh, so before going, cause my hair is black. I have thick black coarse yeah. hair. So this is like a six to seven hour process that it takes yes. to get it to this icy. Um, and so I will, I've literally done videos where I filmed the entire process and I'm like, look, and there is scabbing and your scalp peels and your hair breaks and falls off. And like, it's not easy. Like it is like intense and like people, people are like, oh, I'm going to go in and in like 45 minutes, I'm going to have like a fresh bleach. And oh then the gosh, maintenance afterwards is like so insane. And on top of it, I think people don't realize, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. Sorry. I like lost my train of thought. I was thinking of something and then I had a brain fart, but <laughs> no, it's so much time and money and maintenance. And like, it's a commitment. I've been doing it for two years now. and It is a commitment. Yes. Yes. Give me a fun fact. What's something oh we did fun fact what is your drink of choice 
Oh my gosh. I mean, right now I drink a lot of that bubbly stuff. I'm not like a big drinker. I like red wine. Like that is something that I really enjoy. Um, but I'm not like a tequila or like a vodka girl. I don't know. I feel like when I drink, I eat a lot. So I I prefer not to have the calories. (laughs) Same, same. Is it challenging with, with Jason, your husband, since I know he is in recovery, does that, does that affect your, your drinking habits at all? Well, you know, I don't drink in the house. I don't have any alcohol or any open containers in the house. And I'm so used to that, that it's not really an issue for me. And it's not like I'm like itching for a glass of wine. Sometimes if I go out, I'll have a glass of wine, but it's not like something I do on a regular basis all the time. Yeah. I'm with like my mom. I'm Italian. So when I'm with my Italian family, it's like wine, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Last icebreaker, which is my favorite question to ask. If you had to be reincarnated as a Kardashian, which one would it be? I really like Chloe. I feel like she's the most authentic out of everybody. So I feel like it would be her. What do you think of all her recent like hair changes going from like really icy blonde and now she's back to brunette? All of them wear wigs. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Filters, wigs. I mean, I know um, Tracy Cunningham does a lot of her hair, so I'm sure she's she is doing a lot of it, but you have to remember, like, when you're changing your hair that much, there's so many extensions involved, and you don't believe everything that you see on social media. I know. One day, <laughs> Kylie's blonde. The next, she has pink hair. The next, it's back to dark. Do you know what people do? So what they do is they'll color their hairline, and then they put a wig on. So it looks like they're real hair, but they're not actually coloring their whole head. It's That's insane. It's incredible. Smart. Yeah, so people think that they're coloring their hair 24-7, but really, sometimes they're just coloring the very front. And their wigs are, like, incredible. If you've watched some of the Kardashians, you can see Kim. Oh, I mean, those wigs are incredible. Yes. Well, I mean, they have the money and the pros doing it for them. Yes, yes. I know. I'm not super... I'm, I'm not really... I don't know a lot about wigs, but I'd love to learn more about them because there is, like, a super, super particular craft when it comes to doing wigs. It's incredible. How is quarantine life going? How are you doing at home with the family? Is it getting stressful? Have you guys settled in? (laughs) You know what? So we are, are, the beginning of quarantine was like crazy. You know, we all felt like the world was ending. We stocked up. um, We hunkered down. And then now things are starting to reopen. So I'm actually back at work. I've been back at work now for like a month and that's been incredible. Orange County opened back our salons, I think at the beginning of June. So um, that was really, really nice. I think we've kind of gotten back into a little bit of a schedule and a routine, which has been really great. But obviously, you know, it has its ups and downs. I feel like the world is in like this really serious halt mode where everyone's like uncomfortable. And so it's creating this like weird energy around everybody where it's like, we have zero plans, (laughs) you know, like, we're such planners as humans. I think it's like a human nature to have something to look forward to. And now we're like, what are we doing? <laughs> Where are we going? Where, when is this going to happen? You know? So that's the only hard part about it. But I just try and focus on the day and then just keep moving forward one day at a time. It's all we can do. Have you been homeschooling the kids? Yeah, Delilah's, you know, my daughter's only three. So it's not like, it's not a, horrible thing to homeschool Delilah. She's pretty easy. Are you, how are you keeping them entertained? Yeah. I mean, so 
so Lila and I, at the beginning of quarantine, now we've gotten back into a routine and like, we have a lot of family in the area. So we have a lot of, you know, we have like help from family members. We've seen our family and stuff throughout quarantine. Yeah. Um, so when I'm working and stuff, I have help to help me with that. But, um, at the beginning of quarantine, we were really hungered down. Like we would come up with the craziest things. I mean, she, I kind of kept into a routine in the morning. We'd wake up, we'd have breakfast, we'd have school time. She loves to sit down. There's like these highlight books and she would sit down and color with me. We would do these highlight books, look and find, we'd go over the alphabet. And then, um, we would do like every now and then we would do like princess nights. So we'd like get totally dressed up. I would do her hair, which so fun and have a ball because she just loves the whole entire idea of like having a princess ball jason dressed up in like a smoking jacket he was like the the prince you know it was so funny and i would just pull out all the china she got to sit at the table like a big girl i made a really big italian dinner we had like homemade pasta and all this stuff and it was really fun so that was probably one of my favorite memories and we started gardening Jason and I, and we have like a whole sustainable garden outside. So we've been picking strawberries every day and we have zucchinis and our tomatoes are just turning. So, um, it's amazing. I mean, I've learned so much about gardening in this last <laughs> couple of months that I probably would have never done, but it's actually a really, really incredible hobby and something that makes you feel good. I know we're all like becoming new people in quarantine, like learning all sorts of new tricks and traits. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you were one of the newest cast members to join The Hills New Beginning, which was the reboot. What were your initial thoughts when the offer first came across your desk? Were, was there any like hesitation or were you all in? Obviously, I was hesitant. As you guys know, last season, um, like my relationship was very difficult because Jason had been struggling with addiction and like being so open about that on camera is can be really sometimes embarrassing and can be uncomfortable but you know what I think at the end of the day Jason and I were always trying to be as authentic to who we are I mean we are never trying to pretend like we're perfect we have a lot of issues and that's what makes us you know I think so relatable to people and it's been such an incredible platform so when we signed on we really like decided okay like we're gonna go all in we need to be true to who we are we need to be authentic to who we are because there's a lot of people out there that are sick and maybe they can relate to us. And it's been like a really incredible platform for us to at least raise awareness about substance abuse and realizing that, you know, um, there are a lot of ups and downs, but if you fight for it and you both fight as a couple, then you can make it. Was there any worry about your marriage? Cause I know people talk about the reality TV curse where once your relationship is on a reality show, it's doomed. Was there any um, worry about that? And was there any strain put on your marriage from being on the show together? I wouldn't say like strain on our marriage. I think that you're like under a microscope. So it can build a lot more tension if you guys don't communicate. So if you're in a relationship where you already have communication issues and then you're put under a microscope, it just ignites the whole entire thing. It can build a lot of resentment and um, you just have to be in a kind of relationship where <laughs> it's confident enough where it's not going to crumble. I think like regardless of if you're on reality TV or not on reality TV, if you have a strong relationship, you'll make it. And if you don't, it just kind of ignites it, you know? Yeah. So it, it's a lot of pressure. I mean, you're working a lot of hours. You know, you're exhausted by some of the days, um, you know, and we commute a lot because we live in Orange County. So uh, a few of us do live in Orange County. So we go back and forth to L.A. And that's 
traffic, you know, you're sitting like three hours. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's exhausting. And we have a family. And so, you know, stress and exhaustion can create a little bit of friction, but you just got to continue to take care of yourself throughout that process because it's, it's a lot. All right. Hold up. Wait a minute. I want to talk to you about Dry Farm Wines, which is my favorite hangover-free wine. Yes, that's right. I said it. Hangover-free wine because it doesn't have any additives. It doesn't have any dyes. It doesn't have added sugar. None of that junk. It's good, clean wine, all right? And it's shipped straight to your door, so you don't even have to worry about going to the market because if you're afraid about getting all the germs at the market, you're like, no, you can have it sent straight to your door. DryFarmWines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K. Clean wine. Hangover-free wine. No additives. No junk. They have reds. They have whites. They have uh, rosés. They even have an orange wine. I don't know if it's still available right now, but that orange wine is something new and you're going to want to try it. So go check out dryfarmwines.com slash Zach, Z-A-C-K, and get that hangover free wine so you can drink tonight and not hurt tomorrow. Okay, go. What was the reception like from fans of the original series? Uh, for me personally or for the show? For for you. Were they supportive? Were they? Was there a little, you know, hesitation from them because you're the new girl coming in? You know what? I feel like everyone for the most part was pretty nice. You know, I feel like you always have those people that don't agree with you or that can be judgmental about the person that you are. But you have to remember, too, you're only seeing such a small part of your life with a group of people that some of them you don't hang out with every day. So when you're put in situations with people that you don't particularly get along with or whatever, there can be some friction. So it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's reality TV. I mean, you're going to have people that like you that don't like you. It's you got to just not worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I know when when yeah. when Heidi was on the show, she had so, she had a lot to say like about Lauren Conrad. Have you ever gotten to meet Lauren? And is that would that be weird for you? You know, what? I think so much time has passed it would not be weird at all. I've never met her, but I don't have any hard feelings or anything about her. I think her and Jason are friends, friendly. I'm, I don't, I'm not even sure if they have talked in years, but I mean, you have to remember, like they dated when they were, I mean, this was like 20 years yeah. ago. If you think about it, it's so long, but it's, it just keeps repeating itself on TV and everything else. So I think people forget that there's like this huge amount of time that's passed where you've grown up so much in 20 years, you know? Yeah. It's just their relationship is documented. So I'm sure people can think like, oh, that's so weird, but we're all in such a different place now. So there's no. Would you be open to having her come on the show? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, she's like the original. You know what I mean? Like it was like her show. So wouldn't that be weird if I was like, no. (laughs) Um, What about Kristen? Are you excited for Kristen's cameo this season? Have you met Kristen before? Yeah. I've never met her. I love her. I love Justin. He does her hair, Justin Anderson. Justin Anderson, uh, yeah. I always kind of like talk to him on social media. I think he like recently just moved to Nashville and he loves it there. But um, yeah, I don't know him personally, but I just adore him and I love watching him on social media. He's so funny. Um, but I don't know Kristen. She's so cute. I know that her and her um, ex, recently split so I can't imagine how difficult that's got to be for her right now I know that relationships when they split can be really hard so I'm sure who knows I mean I don't really know I don't even know when her cameo will come or what it's going to look like Um, but I'd love it'd be awesome to have her on the show I know it'd be like so nostalgic people would love it you know (laughs) yeah are you guys still on break from filming we are 
Yeah. How far into filming were you guys when everything got shut down? Um, I don't think I'm allowed to say. <laughs> Is there anything you yeah. can tease for what's to come this season? You're definitely going to have to wait to find out, but I will say I've cried a lot this season. <laughs> oh, no. Cry Good tears or sad tears? or I think both. I think both. <laughs> It was very emotional for me. <laughs> so going into the new season, um, we are not going to have Misha Barton or Stephanie Pratt. Will you be missing either of them? Uh, I mean, I don't have any problems with Stephanie. She was like so nice to Jason and I throughout the whole season. Um, I try not to get involved in any of that, you know, like sibling kind of stuff. It's not any of my business. So we try and stay out of anybody else's like kind of personal but Misha, I don't really talk to Misha anymore. I'm, I mean, I wish her the best. I'm not really sure what's going on. So that's you, all I can really say. Do you think she was a good fit for the show? Or do you think, um, you know, it was time for her to move on? Um, yeah, I mean, I think she was great. I think that like things change. And so I think it was just maybe time for her to do something else. Yeah. Yeah. So you were spotted out with Heidi and Audrina. Would you say that they're probably the two that you're the closest with? Yeah, I'm really close with them. And Jen Delgado. You guys don't see her very often, but I really love her. We talk like once a week. And I just went to Audrina's daughter's birthday party. We're very close. We live really close to each other. So it's hard because Heidi lives far. She lives like way further than us. So it's hard for us to all hang out. But um, we do. We talk. Is it mom life that kind of has you guys bonded together? Yeah, you know, Heidi's like the first person I ever met before filming. Um, we all got together a couple of years ago when Gunnar and Delilah were born. And we totally connected. Like, she comes from a small town. Um, and we just really hit it off. And so after that, um, I had met Audrina was like kind of the second person that I had met. And so that's kind of, I feel like, who I'm mostly connected with. What about Caitlin? I don't know. She blocked me. So <gasps> she blocked. You. Why did she block you? <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Were so you, I don't know anything about her. Were you shocked to see her dating Miley Cyrus after her breakup with Brody? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something we may? possibly be hearing about on the show this season no comment i bleed <laughs> the fifth okay what about caroline diamore what are your thoughts on her overall i love her i love her she had a lot of cameos last season she was so fun she's so sweet um i really really like her are we do does she kind of fit in with the group a little more this season totally She's been friends with a lot of the girls for years. Mm. So she's not, I mean, she's hung out with a lot of the cast for a really long time. So what, uh, will we be seeing any like quarantine bits since there was a big chunk from when you guys were filming to when you're going to start picking up filming again? Have you done any like at home taping? Uh, I'm not sure I'm allowed to say <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Sworn to see her too. Is there a projected? <laughs> but I hope so. Yeah, I, I hope, hope so. so too. It's what's going on. So, 
Is there a projected like um, time frame for when we might be able to see the next season? Is it probably going to uh, be next year? I honestly have no idea. I wish I knew, but I don't. Will we be seeing more of you this season? Definitely. Okay. Well, you we, can, I can say that. Will yeah. we be seeing more of Jason? Yes, definitely. Okay. Because I didn't yeah. see too much of you guys. I mean, we saw bits of you guys last season, but I'm like, I want more. Yeah. I just love watching your your relationship on social media and on YouTube. And I'm like, Thank I want to see more of them on there. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you definitely will. How are Heidi and Spencer doing? I think they're great. I saw that they were just in Colorado. Honestly, I haven't talked to Heidi in a couple, probably like a couple of months, actually. We've kind of been playing phone tag for a little bit, but I think they're doing great. It's just been with their mom and nature and doing their Pratt Daddy Crystals. So I think they're doing really good. <laughs> Love those Pratt Daddy Crystals. I know. How is Jason doing? Has quarantine brought up any new challenges for him? You know, he's been doing awesome. And we actually started our YouTube series called Jaws Diaries. Mm-hmm. And we did weekly updates throughout the whole quarantine. So if anybody that wants to see like everything that we went through, they can watch all of it. Uh, so Andrew your whole Harry. quarantine life will be is documented. Not our whole quarantine life, but any of our struggles or ups and downs. It was kind of like our weekly check-in in our recovery world. Um, and I felt like that was really great for us. We had so many people that reached out to us just asking us questions about our relationship, what it's like to live with somebody with addiction, what it's like to be in recovery, and you know how do you set boundaries, all those things. And so we figured it was a better idea to just do kind of like a little YouTube series to talk about what our weeks look like and what we do as a couple to better our relationship. So, um, yeah, it's been awesome. So I definitely suggest people to check it out because it's, it's really cool. And, it, and it, I think it is really enlightening and like gives people some hope. Have there been a lot of fans that have reached out to you that either have somebody in their life that struggles with addiction or, or struggling themselves that you've been able to kind of offer support to? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's so hard because every relationship is different. Every situation is different. And so I never tell anybody what they should or shouldn't do. I just explain to people what I did. And hopefully that gives them some kind of hope. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people out there that are really sick, regardless of if they're in recovery or not in recovery, which is how I was when Jason was in the deep of his addiction. I became really sick mentally because I was so um, codependent with his addiction. And, you know, I lost a lot of myself. And when you're in that state, it's really hard to move forward unless you want to get help yourself. So um, it's hard, you know, you try and give the best guidance that you can. I mean, this quarantine was really difficult. I had a few people that reached out to me that lost um, their loved ones within 24 hours of reaching out to me. Wow. Yeah. So that was really, really hard. And that just really, really it just feels horrible when somebody reaches out to you and they're saying that their husband's struggling, struggling with alcohol addiction, you know, alcoholism, and then they pass away, you know, that night or the next day. So I had three people that happened to you. Wow. What advice do you have to people that might be struggling or have a loved one at home that's struggling? Uh, I think the most important thing is like to remember that you you're you can't cure somebody you can't control somebody and you didn't cause somebody to have this disease and you didn't cause them to drink um the most important thing is to remember to always put the focus back on you there's a lot of ways that 
I believe personally that like changing your attitude can aid somebody else's recovery. And I've talked a lot, I just talked about this on last week's episode and how important it is to, instead of like constantly focusing in on somebody else's issues, to like really put the focus back on yourself, look at yourself. It's like whenever you have one finger pointing at somebody, you have three pointing back at you and you have to remember that. So if you're looking at somebody else's issues, it's probably a reflection of who you are yourself. Um, and the importance of like really setting that example for somebody in the household as difficult as it is when somebody's struggling, like getting up every day and like setting that positive example, it can influence somebody else to want to get help because it's like when you have this dark cloud hanging over you and you have this bright sunshine next to you, sometimes it can feel resentful or annoying, but after a while you want what they have. You know, you see people that are happy and you're like, gosh, I just want what they have. So you say you talk and then you figure out like, how did you get that? How did you get that happiness? How did you get that recovery? And especially in times like this, I mean, those kinds of principles can be used in everyday life. You know, it's, it's a really dark place right now. And, and social media has just heightened it to the extreme. I mean, with the news, the fear is, fear is like, the thing that creates all of our insecurities mm-hmm. and our defects of character. The moment we have fear, it's like the opposite of fear. It's anger, resentment, hate, you know, all those things that really are just fear-based. Yeah. So, you know, when we learn about that, I think it's easier to have more acceptance that like, okay, I'm feeling this anger because I'm just fearful. I'm yeah. fearful that I don't know what the future looks like. I'm fearful that I don't know if I'm going to have a job, you know, all those things can create so much uncertainty and anxiety, but you just have to keep pushing forward to the best that you can with what you're given. And that's, you know, I mean, right now quarantine is like a testament of like us doing the best that we can with what we're given. Like you, you're here at your house, still podcasting, (laughs) you know, hustling. And that's inspiring. You know, that's inspiring. You're not giving up. You're doing the best that you can with what you're given and you're still persevering. And that's, you know, people look up to that. And that's that's all we can do. I mean, we can either sit at home and be angry and upset and resentful, like you said, and then project all of that nastiness on social media, which like Twitter is vile right now, um, and take a break. But like you, you know, you create your own reality and you can either make the best of it or you can, t- can continue to sulk in it. But what about like for people that are like, like I'm a fixer and I just want to fix everything and I just want to make everything better. And like, what about people like that? Yeah. That like, it's hard when you have somebody that is struggling, you know, with their own demons. What do you, I know we have to wrap up, but like what quick advice do you have to people like me that maybe can be better listeners? So fixer is definitely a phase and a part of codependency. Mm. So pause is like really important to pause. And like I said, put the focus back on you. Because you cannot fix somebody. It's like the number one rule of life. You can't fix or control anybody. They have to do it themselves. So isn't it so frustrating? It's like the worst thing ever when you're like, gosh, you can do so much better. But then they don't want to. And you're like, why am I all upset? And they're over there happy. Like, no big deal. And I'm sitting here so frustrated about it. But you have to remember, like, that's all of our own behaviors. It's crazy. It's true. It's true. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Ashley. Where can people go and give you a follow and check out your YouTube series? Um, So you can follow me at at Ashley Waller, where I have all of my awesome hair work, family life, fun cooking with Delilah. And you can check out more of me there on Instagram. And then our YouTube series is at Jason Waller YouTube, and it's called Jaws Diaries. 
I love it. Everybody needs to go follow Ashley for those hair, those hair tips and check out Jaws Diaries on YouTube. Thank you so much, Ashley. I can't wait for the new season Thank of The you. Hills. Even Thank though you, you, you didn't too. give me too much, you gave me enough to to want to tune in next season. So I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening Good. to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. You can give us a, a, a follow at No Filter with Zach and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. And don't, uh, don't miss new episodes. Every Monday we have pop culture breakdowns and every Wednesday we have unfiltered interviews and you're not going to want to miss them because we have lots of good tea to spill coming up very soon. Um, all right, guys, I will talk to you next week. And in the meantime, I'm going to go check out Ashley's YouTube channel. All right, bye.